0: Coming up on this episode, we begin with some interior painting tips and spreadsheet secrets. Then we get into this week's special topic, buying NFTs. From crypto waltz to NBA highlights, we take you through what we learned so you don't have to. Stick around, it starts right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 326, recorded November 15th, 2021. Where did my money go? Hello everybody, welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on gadgets, the internet, and you. I am Sean Jennings, joined as always by a couple of uh, non-fungible friends. It is Colby Rabidou <coughs> and Dan Miller. Good evening.
1: What up?
2: Good evening, One NFFs. Of a
0: kind. One of a kind. Uh, I was trying to come up with an acronym like... Like, what could NFT stand for? Where it's like, nice friends, totally. But I, could, <laughs> I couldn't really come up with a good <laughs> acronym. So, I'll think about it. Please, please, if uh, we're open to any and all suggestions, it'll come to me halfway through the show. So what's uh, so what's new, gentlemen? What's going on?
1: Let's see, technology-wise, or just you know, I think I think observant viewers of the show might notice that the wall that's been unpainted for some months behind me is now painted. That was my accomplishment this weekend.
0: Nice. Wow. What a radical shade of <laughs> of off white. No, what is that? What color did you go with there?
1: I mean, it's the it's same nice. color it always was. It just it's just matching what the walls used to be. It's kind of like bluish. It, it's like a bluish off white. It doesn't look bluish right now, but like in the daytime, that's what it it looks bluish to me.
2: Does it have one of those brand colors?
1: um i don't color know names. it was it was painted this color already and so uh-huh. what i
2: did is i went
1: to the paint store and gave them like i cut a piece of the wall out and i gave it to them and they uh they gave really they, so they like, said, like okay, a paint
2: sommelier back.
1: Yeah, well, apparently they have a machine that does this. now. The, the color
0: right. match is incredible. They will match. Yeah. You can even hand them like fabric and stuff. They'll match any color. It's incredible. Your own custom. What? The problem with the custom color, though, I learned because I tried this gimmick is it works the first time. But then if like three or four years from now, they can't guarantee they can match the color in the future. Because if it's like a name, they have a recipe in a computer somewhere. But for your custom color, you're kind of like,
1: we'll yeah. try. Well, that's why, like, I had no information about this color at all. Like, I, I don't have a can of paint. Like, I don't, you know, I don't know the person who painted the walls last. Um, so, when, I had very low expectations when I brought this this hunk of wall to the. Uh, it wasn't really a hunk of wall. It was a like, it's kind of fun if you like cut like a box, like a little square out of your out of your drywall with a with a like with a a razor blade it just like peels off it's it's pretty novel i was i was pleased with that but the uh like i was very surprised at how well the paint matches like it it worked you can't really tell where i painted so nice yeah that was my that's what i did i started painting Saturday morning at 9, and I finished painting Sunday evening at 4.30.
0: <laughs> wow. Now, are you how, – how do you do your detail work? Are you a tape
1: guy? Did you tape off the room? So, so I had to do – like, I had to paint all the places where my windows were replaced. And so, I start – I this took me three separate weekends because <laughs> – there's nowhere to put my stuff like I couldn't I couldn't do it all at the same time because I had to move things away and in in the the process of moving away required me to fill in the other room um but the first so the first window that I did I used tape and then I did not realize that you're not supposed to like leave the like you're not supposed to leave the tape on you're supposed to like paint and then take the tape off right away before the paint is dry. So I didn't do that. And all kinds of things got fucked up because it like peeled the paint away. And then for the subsequent ones, huh. I decided it was too much of a pain in the acid tape. So I didn't, I didn't <laughs> tape it at all. Um, and I tried to be strategic about painting the white parts, uh, after the blue parts, but mostly I was just very, uh, careful. Right, <laughs> I tried to be very careful. Yeah.
0: Yeah, if you're just doing a little bit of trim work, I think you can do it freehand. The trick with the tape is a uh, razor blade. If it dries, you can just take a razor blade and cut it where the tape meets the wall and it won't peel off all the paint. But yes. um Yeah, I'm a big I'm I feel like I'm better at taping than I am at painting. Like I'm I'm really good at like getting those really clean lines with the tape, and so I tape the shit out of everything because I know if I don't there's going to be
2: paint
1: Everywhere. Right. See, Sean, I feel like you and I might be a, a painting, uh, painting. Hey. You
2: could start. Just start an HGTV show.
0: I like this. Tape and paint with Sean yeah, and you Colby. Could, you
2: could get in arguments and have, like, little fun antics. No, we happen. need
0: more tape. No, we need more paint. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. No, the, be... the one part of painting I have never... I, just, I swear it's not me trying trying to back brag, but I do actually like painting walls. I don't know. I find it fun. But the one part of painting I could never really get a handle on is where the wall meets the ceiling because you can't... And I have all, like, uh, popcorn textured ceilings, so you can't really tape it. So and, you've really just got to go in freehand. And I've tried every, like, gimmicky tool and edger, and they never work. And you just got to go... And I fuck it up every time.
1: That sounds annoying. One thing I... I... Well, I read this online and then I tried it and it seemed to be the case. But like there are like different stiffnesses of brushes and Mm. like the firmer the brush, the, the easier it is to do like edges, which I found to be that seems to be the case like if, if you like with the firm like the firm brush it's easy to get it to just like like you push it into the corner and just like drag it along and it does the thing
0: right. yeah you can even do it with those like foam brushes that aren't right. the bristles but are actually the chunky foam and yeah. those will give you a really clean edge too yeah
2: it's another episode of the don't panic home improvement hour
0: I mean, come on it writes itself it writes wow. itself
1: the thing I was really worried about was doing, like, the corners. Because, like, I painted the inside of the window frame that is white. And that's that's plaster. And then the outside that is blue. And I don't know. Like, I, like, Googled this one time. And the, there were all kinds of YouTube people, like, talking about how, like, oh, you have to be super careful with the brush and do it this way. But I bought these, like, these, like, little, like, three-inch rollers. And they worked, like, perfectly. Like, all you did was just roll it up, and it was like, it looks awesome. It's crazy. So
0: Yeah, I I roller. have a she, – she's not listening, but I have a uh, – I, I, my mother helps me with a lot of home improvement projects because she lives here, and she is the queen of watching YouTube videos and assuming that she becomes an expert. And God bless her for trying, and I appreciate her doing the research, but it's always like, well, some guy on YouTube said this, and I'm like, well, so what? What is that like – i can't you know we wanted to bury a pipe in the backyard just talking about like what slope to do it at and whether you need rocks or stone or else kind of and i'm like i'm not gonna just trust some guy on youtube god bless him because he's mr joe contractor and has a million views doesn't mean he's he knows what the hell he's talking about scares the hell out of me
1: i am somewhere in my apartment i have a copy of the like readers digest like home improvement guide it's like <laughs> it's
2: i saw big... it it's in your room somewhere i was admiring <laughs> yeah. it when i was on a video call <laughs> it's
1: like a big a big red book that has like instructions for like how to put up a ceiling fan and insulation and you
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's actually funny you mentioned that and this is why no one should listen to our home improvement advice but i actually have a fan in my house that i installed myself and when I you turn it on fan? It's it's the biggest fan we've ever had, Dan, and it, uh, <laughs> well, it's it's a ceiling it's a ceiling fan, and the light when you turn it on, the light dims like itself, like goes from bright to dark, then gets bright again and goes and dims again, it goes bright and dims again, it just does. You do not touch anything, it just is doing it. I don't know what I did wrong, so I got to take it down and rewire it. That's crazy. Never seen it before, but um, don't don't know how I screwed that up. But that'll be fun to fix. Uh, now, Dan, you were uh, speaking of things for the home. You were talking about uh, some drastic changes to your streaming subscriptions.
2: Oh, yes. I, I don't know. thinking of getting rid of uh, Netflix, but as I was saying, because I don't watch anything on it except Great British Bake Off and I think that's almost over um so but Lena is super into these Korean dramas um mm. so I think Netflix has a lot of those but she's done she it hasn't found a new one yet she's just rewatching one over and over again so maybe mm-hmm. now is a good time to to shut it off before before we find another obsession
0: Yeah, that's the problem I always have with streaming services is I haven't watched anything on Netflix in a while, but it's there when I'm ready to go back. I guess I'm just too lazy to go through the process of resubscribing. This happened to me. I had Discovery Plus for a while. Discovery Plus? Yes, which is all like um, Discovery Channel, TLC, Food Network, HGTV, all of their channels. Um, and There's really good stuff on there, but I hadn't watched it for like two or three months and I was paying for it and I was going to go cancel it. And then I found um, the show I'm currently watching, which I do recommend. It's fun. It's called, it's from animal planet, which is one of their channels. It's called the zoo. And it's basically a documentary crew goes behind the scenes. There's a, a couple seasons at the San Diego zoo and a couple seasons at the Bronx zoo. And um, you learn all about how they take care of the animals and all kinds of the way. It's very interesting. And so now I'm like, now I'm using it and paying for it. And now when I'm done watching these shows, I'm going to keep paying for it, even though I'm not watching anything. It's a vicious cycle where it's kind of like, I just like having it there, which I guess is a stupid yep. reason to spend
2: $15 a month. <laughs> is this so Is this like Wholesome Tiger King, basically? Yeah, so in a legitimate zoo. But you're always like, oh,
0: how do you like do a root canal on a tiger? Like, you ever, mm. you know, it's like, or like, how do you how do you train an elephant? And you're like, huh, this is interesting. That's so cool. It's I highly recommend
2: the zoo, the zoo, the
0: zoo and the zoo, San Diego. And there's also the aquarium, which isn't I'm not a big aquarium guy, but there's. Oh.
2: That well. What about the seals, though? The seals look like fun. The seals are fun
0: and they ha- do a lot. Of, you do. They show how they dive and how they, you know, they have to draw blood from a whale shark. But like while it's swimming underwater, like it, it yeah. is really interesting.
2: Oh, I'm more interested in the aquarium because I can imagine how you, you know, tr- you know, treat a, a tiger for a disease. You just sedate it and you you know go over there and do what you got to do. No. But in the water, that sounds like another level. Is that one called the aquarium?
0: Yeah, it's the aquarium. It's the Georgia uh, Aquarium, which is the largest uh, in the hemisphere. Huh. And so they follow all the different. But it's it's, you know, all the same things of just the logistics is what fascinates me. I love me. Logistics. Oh, then you're going to you're going to love these because it's literally like San Diego specifically. Their policy is there's always a barrier between the people and and the animals when they're working with them for the people's safety. That's okay.
2: Yeah. Oh, the the
0: employees or the visitors. Well, I guess both. But but the employees (laughs) as well. But then you're like, well, then how do they like move animals around and how do they feed them? And how do they and it's just so fascinating to watch all the little tips and tricks and things they've learned over the years. So anyway, that's that's my cool. That's my plug, my early plug. But anyway, so, that's, so now I have Discovery Plus and I'm watch these shows. And it's, it's that thing where they just sit around waiting, cl- pinging my credit
2: card every month. I should cancel Netflix.
0: I agree. I haven't watched anything on Netflix in quite a while.
2: Here, actually, you just reminded me of a question I have for the group. Um, I've been making, over the past year, I've made a lot of non-work-related spreadsheets, like infinitely more than I have previously. And for my non work related spreadsheets, one thing I often find myself wanting to include is a picture. Because it's often like comparing things that we're going to buy that come down to visual preference, right? Which one do you prefer? Mm -hmm. You know, this chair or that chair? Or like, you know, apartments where it's nice to have a photo of the floor plan, it's nice to have a photo of like a map of the neighborhood. And I haven't found a spreadsheet tool that handles photos really well. Google Maps or Google Sheets finally added photo support, which it didn't have until recently. But it's literally exactly what you think it would be. It's like you, you paste the photo into a cell and it comes up super tiny. And if you want to make it bigger, you have to make the cell gigantic. Right. Uh, Airtable supports photos but they're by you can't make them big they're just small and you can click on them and make them bigger but it doesn't help to like look at them visually is there a spreadsheet app that does a good job with photos have you tried notion i have not tried notion for this
1: no huh they're- so admittedly i have not tried to use notion for this at a long time so i don't i don't know what it's like today but when i was looking for apartments i used no like notion as my spreadsheet thing huh. and the interesting thing about notion was you could maybe i mean you could probably do this with other things too but like you could take a thing that was a spreadsheet in notion and like do like a sort of transform on it and make it look completely different. So it's like your like spreadsheet was like a table of stuff and like you could take the table of stuff and like pull fields out out of it and make it look like a new table. But I think you could also like, they had all kinds of like, like I think they had like a gallery view or like a, like a photo view and you Mm -hmm. could like take, I, I, I vaguely remember it. This was like three years ago at this point but you could take that like you know your your giant data input table and make a like view of it that was that was like just the pictures or something.
2: Huh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'll have to try Notion.
1: Yeah. I feel like it wasn't the best uh, it wasn't the best spreadsheet app. Like I feel like if I was better at spreadsheets I would have been disappointed in it, but I'm not, so I thought it was great at the time
2: right we don't need functions we we have a f- one function in our thing that is like all right take the square footage and take the monthly price and divide it and come up with like a price per square put per month that's that's as advanced as of normal spreadsheeting features that we use yeah they do have well, like basic functions and stuff
1: but sweet sean sean has an answer what's up show
0: sure. uh, i'm gonna give you an alternate pitch which first of all you should definitely send your apartment spreadsheet to colby and i and we can pick your apartment for you at <laughs> least we could do as your friends uh is That's help you true. out
2: you know actually there should be we should make it into a game where there's like uh a voting period where we can just send a link out and people can vote and and like what 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 show am i thinking of where like I guess this is all the HGTV shows where Hunters. you're watching them. Yeah, and you're like, oh, man, they should totally pick this one. And then, and then they, you know, they don't.
0: I think you should. I think Colby and I should go out to Seattle and tour the places and let you and let you if know. If you which have one time,
2: that'd be great because we don't have time to go. Yeah, so. Oh,
0: we got a ton of Are you kidding me, Dan? We got a ton of time. We have nothing else pom- going on <laughs> in our lives. Nah, let's take a quick cross-country flight. No, I was going to say, Dan, I think your, your premise is flawed because okay. I don't think you need a spreadsheet. I think you need a presentation app, PowerPoint, Slides, Keynote. You can make very simple tables in there with basic math and and easily bring in photos, videos, you know, text boxes, all kinds of multimedia. I, I do this type of stuff in PowerPoint all day, every day, where you're like, oh, it should be a spreadsheet. And you're like, or even start it in a spreadsheet and copy and paste the spreadsheet part into a presentation.
2: Interesting. Because something we do a lot is then... Once you've collected a bunch of interesting apartments, like it is nice to be able to sort them by oh, let's sort them by the shortest commute. It's like okay, let's sort them by the shortest commute and then by price or the shortest commute but filter we wanted to have this thing. Could you do that in in <sighs> not really. Uh, no,
0: unfortunately. But I
2: guess you could then you could have Wait, didn't Microsoft announce a thing like this, where where you could sync a spreadsheet to a uh, a PowerPoint and and have like this the PowerPoint update when you change the spreadsheet? Because I could have a spread a PowerPoint for the photo comparisons, and then have the spreadsheet for like the numerical comparisons. I have not heard that. It would be very cool if they did. I thought um, we talked you, about it on the show. You'll have Live. to let me blocks or something what am I thinking of yeah one of their um Microsoft office live blocks fluid office there we go I don't know if this will do yeah
0: but that that would be that would be because again you you just need somewhere you can get the multimedia in and I just don't know if you're ever gonna get a, a spreadsheet alone that's gonna Maybe Notion, but it's it's always gonna be a struggle because they're not just not built to do that. So maybe try coming at it from the multimedia perspective that has decent tabling and spreadsheeting built into it.
2: Yeah.
1: All right. I like it. Then you make could put it. the PowerPoint on just in the background, like ambiently. And you could see like right. maybe you'll just like
2: read. We can make it the screensaver of the Apple TV. More. Perfect. Yeah, and you can do those
0: cool transitions where like the photos come in and explode or whatever. <laughs> they like spin Man, around.
2: Man, I haven't made one
0: of those in so long. <laughs> oh, it's fun. And by the way, I will tell you, as they've updated PowerPoint over the years, the transitions have gotten even more insane. There are some <laughs> real lunatic ones.
2: So I recommend that. Must about. be a fun job to work on the PowerPoint transitions team. Oh yeah, sky's the limit.
0: They got processor power now. They got 3D transitions. It's crazy.
2: I wonder if they have ai transitions
0: oh that would be good like like where it's aware of the context in the slide and generates a transition based on what's in it
2: yes incredible well keynote has this where um this is how i make spreadsheets or spreadsheets cut presentations a lot i start with a slide and when i'm explaining like a concept with a bunch of squares or or pictures and stuff i'm copy pasting them between the slides like all right now let's add this component and right you know this is how this works and keynote has a thing called smart transitions i think where it knows which things are the same and and it can like do a transition where those things just animate over to their new location which is super cool yeah everyone knows that. the
0: innovations are in presentations these days Yep. Well, good. Well, hopefully that's helpful. You'll have to report back on your
2: findings. I will. Thank you. I'm gonna yeah try Notion, and then maybe if that if that doesn't work, we'll try just having a separate image repository. Cool. Very cool. Well, guys, we've got a
0: uh, a special topic tonight. Are you excited? Yes. Oh no. I need I need help too. Oh no. Oh no! I th-
2: Last week I thought I was all set, and now you're less set than you were. And now I'm less set. Oh lord, not great. But we can we can talk about it. We can let's get into it.
0: Well, it's it's not just about the destination; it's about the journey. So we decided right. a couple weeks ago uh, to do a special edition of Don't Panic with a uh, a task, if you will, a goal, an activity that the three of us would have to participate in. We decided that each of us would have to buy an NFT and report back on our experience here at the show. It sounds like it was a bit of a mixed bag. Um, at minimum, I hope we all own some digital goods. Does anyone want to go first about their experience?
1: <laughs> well, how will I go first? Because I feel like I made the least progress. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: We'll find out. So, okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. I will admit I did not I looked at some NFTs briefly this morning and then I forgot about it until like 40 minutes before the show. And so 40 <laughs> minutes before the show, I went on I was browsing around OpenSea, open sea, because open sea, like the ocean, sea. Uh yep. Because that was where some Coinbase blog posts told me I should buy NFTs. Um and I found an NS- NFT that I wanted to purchase. And so I clicked buy. And it told me I had to sign in with, with my wallet. So I, I clicked Coinbase because I have a Coinbase account. And uh, nothing happened. And so I spent 30 minutes trying to figure out what the heck was going on. And I think... What was happening was my, my ad blocker was messing up the open website. So I turned, I turned my ad blocker off finally. Uh, and then I tried to sign in with the Coinbase wallet. It seems to me that the Coinbase wallet and your Coinbase account are not the same thing confusingly. So I downloaded the Coinbase wallet. I, I created an account, uh, I was able to sign in. Now, did you
2: notice when you downloaded the Coinbase, did you download the Coinbase iOS app? Yes. Did you you look and see who the developer of the Coinbase iOS app is? No. I was shocked to see, and let me make sure I'm not making this up. It is not Coinbase. (laughs) What?
1: Is it a trap?
2: Let me make sure. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm not crazy. You go to the Coinbase app. I don't know if you can see that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And it says yeah. Coinbase. Yeah. You go to the Coinbase wallet app. It says Tashi. Oh. Oh, no. Uh, but then it changes to crypto, wallet, dash, Bitcoin, and more. <laughs> so, Colby, you and I followed a very similar path um everything that you've did you just described i also did Um, right and that that was this was one of my big like what the fuck moments was is this the coinbase app it's number 10 app in finance this coinbase wallet by tashi um the developer tashi indicated that the app's privacy practices may include blah blah blah. like yeah who is tashi tashi holdings ltd Copyright, copyright, twenty nineteen Coinbase wallets. I'm like, what is Coinbase wallet? Anyways, continue.
1: So, yeah, so I got I got the Coinbase wallet by Tashi. Apparently, uh, I went back to OpenSea. I logged into the Coinbase wallet, and it said you don't have any currency, which was confusing to me at the time because. I have Coinbase, I have, have currency in Coinbase, um, but it was not available to me. So first I tried, first it had a thing, there was a button that said buy with a credit card. And I said, i clicked on that button to see what would happen. And it brought me to a thing called MoonPay, which seemed weird. And it, it wow, offered- That's so
2: interesting. I didn't get that at all. I pressed the same button.
1: So it it offered for me to use moon use my credit card with MoonPay, and the transaction fee for to buy like like a hundred dollars of Ethereum was twenty seven dollars or something. So so for a hundred dollars, you could get seventy dollars of 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 coins. Oh my god! Which seemed extreme. I don't know that much about cryptos but that seemed like a bad deal so so I went back to Coinbase proper and I purchased some Ethereum and the fee was only like $2 so I think I think I made the correct decision there uh, but now I have a wallet I have a Coinbase wallet and I have some ETH <laughs> I can't Wow, it's not in my wallet so I don't know what to do Oh, maybe that's my problem do you know what to do sean
0: i don't you've just said i have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> i'm totally lost that went way over my head <laughs> there's a reason why i picked the nft marketplace i did it's because i didn't have to use cryptocurrency to buy the shit so uh no i i have no all you got me thinking of is how hard would it be to create a don't panic coin because it seems like, like it anyone can do hard. it.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of garbage on. So the thing I really wanted to buy is like I don't understand what these are. I'm sure it's just a scam, but there are like Ethereum like domains. And I wanted I wanted to buy don't panic dot oh. for the show. But it's like it's like 10 Ethereum, which is like 30 grand. So yeah, that's a lot. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> uh, I will point out
0: that. So I went to OpenSea, which I hadn't heard of. Um, and I'm looking at the art that's available for sale. And this is without a doubt some of the worst art I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, it is truly and I try not to be like one of an artsy fartsy art critic. I really am not. But I mean, this is true trash.
1: Yeah, no, you're not wrong.
0: Like like if you're gonna do it, at least make it pleasant to look at. This is like a third grader made it.
1: <laughs> it seems to me like browsing browsing the open sea. It seems like a lot of the art is like like a, like algorithmically generated. Like there are this many possibilities for this art, and it there's a computer yes. th- that just spits these things out uh, for zero zero dollars.
0: Well, that's what's crazy is some of these are very, um, some of these are like not cheap, like thousands of dollars for bad art. Bad art. So basically, Colby, to sum it up, you did buy some coin. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I got some ETH.
0: But... But you smart so if anything, you may have done better, because we'll find out if investing in Ethereum coin is actually a better investment than than investing in an actual NFT. This might
1: work out for you. Yeah, I guess it could be good. I don't know. I like really wanted I maybe I'll still buy something, but like I haven't I haven't successfully purchased anything yet. It's the moral of the story. (laughs)
0: Well, I, I have lots of opinions on all of this coin NFT nonsense, but Dan, how, how did uh, how did you do? Were you able to buy something?
2: No, so <laughs> I did everything Colby just did. Um, with the, I went down a couple other wallets rabbit holes because Coinbase wallet is not the wallet that they recommended. And I remember when I was like, oh, you know, sure, I'll use MetaMask. Or whatever, sure, whatever you think is good. And it was like, oh, great, then install the MetaMask browser extension. I was like, why am I installing a browser extension? So then I didn't do that. And I tried to find a way to not install a browser extension for crypto, which I'm sure would try to do crypto mining. Uh, and that's how I ended up at Coinbase Wallet. Now, Colby, I think what you need to do in the Coinbase Wallet is, did you link your Coinbase account to the Coinbase Wallet app?
1: no, i didn't I didn't find that function. If you yet. go
2: to settings, you can do this like you can link your wallet to Coinbase and then you get this button. It says buy or transfer. It's like great. I also I bought Ethereum in Coinbase and I have it says I have eight dollars and thirty two cents of Ethereum. It's like great. I only need eight dollars of that. So I click eight US dollars. Mm. And it tells me what the, what the translation is like. Great. I hit continue. Uh, It says none of your funding methods will cover this transaction, though it clearly shows that Coinbase has enough money there. Hmm. Okay, what if I click on Coinbase anyways? Transfer limit reached. You can only transfer $1.21 today. Okay, huh. that's fine. So that was where I left it last week. I was like, great. I now understand because I've linked the wallet, the Coinbase wallet to OpenSea. I've linked the Coinbase app to the wallet. And maybe it's just because I had bought the Ethereum today. It doesn't let me transfer it today. There's some like weird trade cap or something. Then I went to do it today and I got the same message. So then just for fun, I was like, okay, it says I have $1.21 available, even though I have $8.32. Uh, sure, what if I change this to transfer a dollar? Which is hard to do. Okay, Ch- dollar, continue. Uh, transfer limit reach. You can only transfer a dollar and 21 cents today. So I also failed. Oh yeah, then I did the same thing, that, or th- then I went, did also what Colby did where I went on the website and I had remembered that on OpenSea there was a buy with credit card option. So I was like, well, fine. Like, I'm out the $8 I put into Ethereum, but I guess I can just buy the $8 thing with credit card. And it was a $30 minimum. <laughs> uh, which So I didn't get this whatever thing you got. I got a thing that was like, sure, yeah, $30 minimum. How much money do you want to, like... How many Ethereums do you want to put? I don't know where it was going to end up. So I didn't end up with anything. I did end up with $8 in Ethereum and a free $5 of, of Bitcoin for signing up for a uh, Coinbase account. Nice. Um, but I failed too. I, and, I, Colby, what... Oh, you told me what you were going to buy. I, I was trying to find the cheapest thing I possibly could. So uh, I'll put this in the chat. <laughs> um... And it was hard to find cheap stuff. A lot of these things were like $100. I found an animated GIF of a uh, Faroe Islands soccer ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so bummed you didn't buy that. Definitely computer generated. Glare from spotlights. Faroe Islands football fan. Dynamic collectible pictures. Faroe that's, Islands
0: will win. That's incredible. It's a GIF file RGB resolution, 1280 by 720, 30 frames per second, 10 seconds, 300 frames. God, I think we can make some... Oh, look, and he's got all different soccer balls you can buy. Oh, yeah. Some are worth more than others. Like, the Qatari football is worth 83 of whatever... The coin yeah, the is.
2: Brazilian football is up there. Has anyone bought the Brazilian football? That's pretty. That awesome. is wild. No, no one has purchased the Brazilian football.
0: One hundred and sixteen of them.
1: Yeah, I kind of liked. Like, I kind of liked these. Is that, oh, is that a real link? Oh, I guess it was weird, but they're like way too expensive. And then. Oh,
0: those are cool. Yeah, one Ethereum. That's $4,000. Oh, Jesus. Right. Well, that's cool.
1: I was
2: going to. I was going to. Like, thing, I think I was... for
0: th- that price, they.
2: You think that? This is battery, right? yeah, what, what, the... These are like algorithmically generated circles, concentric circles of different colors. Yeah. That's yeah, very abstract at. sort of. Um,
0: yeah, the the now, Colby, you just uh, did one that was sort of a uh, a drawing of a what it's called baby llama, but it's a little it's a little drawn llama. Um, but that's forty bucks. I mean, that's a lot for. Like, that I feel like what, at
1: these prices, like the they should. This thing I could find was like that. that <laughs> in the in the like tens of dollars.
0: But look at the detail of this llama, right? So in the description it says the 7777 baby llamas are algorithmically generated with unique features. And it even says, like, this one has an orange body. 10% have that trait. It has a pink for hat. 8% have this trait. It has rope <laughs> glasses. 8%. Like. This is weird. Yeah, it's interesting oh, how many
2: things weird. are algorithmically generated.
0: Oh, my God. Look at all of these different llamas they have for sale. They do have a lot of llamas. They they have 10,000. 10,000 unique llamas for sale.
1: They said they were only 7, At 40 7, bucks 7, each, that's $400,000. Some of them are more expensive. This is crazy.
2: This is crazy. Now, can well. you tell how many sold? Uh, or if you click on that person's name, does it show them oh, transferring? Activity.
0: Um, under activity, no. But this might just be the
2: user account. Here, I'll, I'll poke around too. Yeah, this is a good. It's a cute llama.
0: Oh, it's Colby, the no. Yeah, someone owned so the...
2: by EC9BA2.
0: Yeah, someone the Colby the oh, one. Oh, someone you sp- did buy it. Yeah, I was gonna say the one you specifically shared did sell. And now they've put it up for resell at actually a fraction
1: of what they paid for it.
2: That's interesting.
1: I think I did notice that it it had been purchased. I didn't notice that you could see how much they paid for it. That's funny.
0: It's all, all man, it's all in the ledger. He, they paid 59 bucks and now it's available
2: for just about 40. Wow. Wait, so how do we, who actually created this one? I'm confused. Was it Alex Brother? No, that's who I think bought it. That's who bought it. Oh, created by Baby Llama Club Deployer. Noise. <laughs> <laughs> Price high, highest last sale. Oh, here we go. Here, I'll, I'll put this link... This is confusing very poor radio. Well, um, I found a list of, for the person who made this llama, their highest sales. They sold the Golden Angel Llama for three Ethereum. Is that what that is, actually? Yeah, it is.
0: Wow, that's $12,000. Give or take. Sale. Yep. Oh, my God. Oh, there you go. Don't panic dot dot ETH ten forty-four thousand dollars. And it's had it's a so bunch of bad. owners.
2: I don't yeah. wait. What? So why, is, why has it been minted twice? That doesn't make sense, right?
0: Wow, so someone bought it, if I'm understanding this correctly, someone bought it for three dollars five months ago. The current owner. What?
1: So did they get to set the price? Yeah, because they own it now. They bought it for $3? And
0: we the person make, before that can... bought it for $51. Wow. This is all an enormous scam.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Sh- should we make them an offer for like $10 or something? I, I mean, the
0: worst they could do is say No
1: going to try it
0: but i'm just thinking <laughs> all the different ethereum uh, domains we could pick up could we even pay them though <laughs> well
1: they, that's the
0: question that's true that's the uh do you guys think we should buy mistaken.eth
2: <laughs> mistaken <laughs> or, is it or
0: gramp.eth
2: <laughs> what about
0: john, uh... john eth we have to own it <laughs>
2: incredible ETH is
1: the future
2: how about uh? let's see words that end in eth snaggle teeth <laughs> teeth. eth that's really well they also do it where you
0: can get like uh, a uh, an emoji so it's like emoji of construction worker dot eth
2: hmm these
0: are
1: wild Oh my god, so I click the make an offer button on for don't panic.eth and I get this dialog that says make an offer and then it says there's a an amount field with a drop down that lets you f- select from W E T H D A I or USDC and I can put an amount. And then it says at the bottom, the, the confirm button is like convert to ETH. Like, what are what are these things?
2: I have no idea. USD sounds a lot like US dollars. Well, there is a USD coin that's I'm
0: not US that's dollars. I'm sorry. Wow. You, I'm going to go by morningwood.eth if you don't mind. <laughs> Me. um but yeah i think I, I if you can figure out how to do it i'm happy to pitch in for the the offer on the domain but i don't we can, don't we can get up for, to
2: 30 bucks
0: i don't i don't know if we're gonna win it but maybe it's worth a shot it's fine
1: maybe i'll try later it also it seems like i have to like give open money or something
2: mm. well i'm sure OpenSea has to make money somehow Spoonerisms.eth Now, could we just mint a domain name? Mm. We got to get the Spoonerisms bot hosted on the blockchain or better yet, (laughs) let's just mint Spoonerisms each Spoonerism itself that actually, you know, that's not the worst idea ever.
1: <laughs>
0: I'd actually actually really generate like idea. ten thousand of them, and Colby Spock can just start minting things instead of tweeting. Right. I actually bet you could sell some of those. Like, I'm not even joking.
1: And then I'll be rich.
0: That's kind of like just wow. literally like the words in like a JPEG.
1: <laughs> this is not <laughs> a bad idea.
0: <laughs> I would be down for that.
1: There's Spooner.Eth.
0: <laughs> Spooner.Eth. That's good. Well, let me uh, let me talk about what I bought, guys. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually spent money.
2: Oh, I spent money.
0: Well, I spent more money, which <laughs> okay. I, I did not know how deep we were going to go into this. So I invested in uh, NBA Top Shot. So if you're not familiar, NBA Top Shot is like the four dummies version of NFT collecting, where the NBA has partnered with a company uh, called Dapper, uh, which is kind of powering the back. And I'm actually going to share my screen so you guys can see NBA Top Shot here. Uh, I'm at Sean Jen, J-E-N-N. And this is my collection. And And so what you buy on Top Shot is you buy moments. And those are your NFTs. So for example, I will show you, I own... This Jalen Brown three-pointer. And so you see the little highlight clip. I own that little clip of that three-pointer. Now, there's a certain amount of each card minted. It's like trading cards. So here they minted 9,999 of this three-pointer. I own number 4,300. Okay. And they'll tell you, you know, it's it's 9,999. They'll show you how many are currently for sale, how many are hidden in packs that haven't been opened yet. Um, and how many are unavailable for purchase. And so I own right now these seven in my collection. Now, you get these by opening packs. Now, there are no packs currently for sale I can buy, but every couple days or weeks, they'll pop up, hey, you buy a pack, and they're anywhere from a couple bucks to a bunch of money. And when you open it up, that's how you get your moments. You can also buy your moments in the marketplace. And you can see there's all kinds of one in here. Let's see if I can sort by the most expensive uh, I'm going to go lowest serial number because that'll be the most expensive. So, like, here is a... No, that wasn't helpful.
2: Wait, maybe there was a very confusing drop down there that said lowest ask high to low and lowest ask low to high. So I think you'd want... So, yeah, here, here's an example of
0: a... This is a Trey Young three-pointer. Only 58 were ever minted. This one's going for $6,200. Drew Holiday 73 minted $7,999 and up. Here's a Giannis uh from a legendary pack $9,999.
2: Now, these are all Oh, I see. Are these dates when this happened? Yes. So you're buying like the highlight from an actual I would have NBA expected game. some like older ones to be the uh the the more expensive ones.
0: Yeah, it's not to be honest, it's all about how rare it is and who the player is. Like, LeBron James are always worth way more than players you haven't heard of. Right. But it's not even necessarily new versus old. It's about how many were minted. Um, that makes the like legendary, ultimate. There's rare, um, where you start to see a couple hundred, couple thousand. Um, like I said, I think in my collection, the most rare one I own is... Um, this Marcus Smart three pointer, of which there's only 1,500 minted, which still technically makes it common, but not that common. I own number 701.
2: How do they decide how many to mint?
0: Just somebody at the NBA decides, and so that's why what will happen is it's you won't get a lot of like rares and ultimates and just regular packs, but every so often they'll come out with like a rare pack, which will cost like $500 just to get the pack, and you don't know what's in it. And you open it up and you assume there's going to be something of value in there.
2: And so that's Go ahead. I was just going to say, that's not a good design, right? Like, should, if they really want people to spend money on these packs, should they say, well, there's, you know, a small chance there'll be a rare in your pack?
0: Well, that's. And they do that, but it's, they also want to be, make more money on the upfront and be like, no, we're going to tell you some packs are better than others.
2: Oh, sure. I mean, it's not so impossible hypothetically, to, could you could you get a legendary in, in a, any random pack
0: uh not necessarily legend. i think rare you can like uh-huh. sort of the mid-range rare cards but it's not as common um but they also from what i've read when top shot first started they gave out more rare cards to get people excited and now they just don't do it as often
2: sure go ahead colby
1: so these, when we were looking at the page with the prices, is that, that's like what yeah. people are asking for the thing that they have?
0: Yeah. So this is the marketplace. So once you open the car, once you have the moments, then you can buy and sell them however you want on the public marketplace. And these are all the different, like if I wanted to look at, I don't know who any of this Harrison Barnes, um, you can look, I can go select and buy and it'll list all the ones. So like the number three of this collection is selling for 1750. But if I go to like a less rare, it might be 1448, you know, all these different, I don't know why this one's particularly expensive, but there's, you know, 1300 of them available, not particularly rare.
1: Weird.
2: So now like, can you Oh, go ahead, Colby?
1: I was just going to ask if, is is the like the lower serial number is cooler
0: absolutely yeah lower is good and then also like i've noticed like uh one two three four or one thousand or some of the more Mm -hmm. unique numbers will go for a little bit more Mm -hmm. um but yeah absolutely those number ones are the most valuable that sort of thing
1: cool
2: can you give someone one of your top shot cards yes you can gift them absolutely okay now,
0: there's also challenges where you so, can... So uh, you yes. could
2: sell it not on their website then? No.
0: Oh. You can gift it to someone within Top shot or sell it within Top shot but it only ever lives within TopShot.
2: But what if I sold it on eBay and then the to the seller I gift the...
0: Uh... Uh, I'm sure that goes against their terms
2: of service, but yes, I suppose theoretically you can do that. Because you this kind of gets to the the Mark Zuckerberg metaverse thing where it's like do you own this in top shot if you can't you know like could you just sell on eBay if you wanted to could you remove it from top shot
0: um you can't ever as far as you can't take it off top shot because they own The blockchain that all of these are stored on. It's all it's all locked in and it's all exclusive. This is not public and open and accessible. I should point that out. What you make up in for like being able to easily buy these, you lose in it not being like an open, transparent marketplace.
2: Right. But you can, I did I saw a little Ethereum thing symbol there.
0: Yes. So you can buy in cryptocurrency, but you can also buy credit cards. So That that's what uh, that's what got me excited was they will just take normal money.
2: Got it. So could you I'm curious if you bought it with Ethereum, say, would they charge a fee?
0: They do. They charge a platform fee regardless. That's like 10 percent or something on each transaction.
2: Interesting.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. They're making bank on this. No doubt about it.
2: (laughs) and so it's pretty much all profit
0: and this is where it circles back to our experiment with nfts and what we think of them and it's obviously a massive scam and the only way to make money on it is to trade them so quickly and in bulk like you would stocks or anything else um and just doing it casually for fun will only ever lose you money uh i am admittedly i started by buying one pack for nine dollars and i was like okay i got a couple and i'm like well i kind of have to experiment with top shot a little bit. I can't end there right now. I'm in for like $130. And so I'm trying very, I have a, I I got this rare, rare ish Dwayne Wade. I'm trying to sell. And so I got a couple for sale. I'm hoping to recoup some of that. That would be exciting. Um, That's, that's my goal uh, because I bought, I thought I was doing a good job in buying some of these and I don't know if they were good investments or not. So I'm staking my future in these stupid NBA highlights, guys.
1: Wow. What is happening? Oh my god, I clicked to one of the other open sea alternatives and now like I keep getting CoinBase wallet pop-ups like connect your wallet to this website. It's upsetting. Also, no,
0: though, I l- say, literally, I, I'm always fascinated at ways people can take money and turn it into more money by doing nothing. And the fact that they keep inventing new ways to do that is absolutely incredible. And it just makes me more mad that I can't figure out how to do it.
2: Right. It makes you basically world describe world. New York City.
0: I mean, that, that's my takeaway. And it, and it pisses me off because I'm like, if, if I just knew like 20% more about cryptocurrencies, I feel like I could successfully buy and trade them enough to make a small profit. But I don't. And I won't ever. Unless.
2: No, because I. takes off.
0: Well, that would be great. But that's, you know. I, I I did stocks for a while back in the day, and that only ever lost me money. Oh, interesting. I, I ended up, I like, slight, I broke even, lost very little. But it was a lot of heartache, and I didn't really know what I was doing. And the more I look at all this cryptocurrency NFT stuff, it's exactly the same thing where it's like. Oh, yeah it's it's some guesswork it's about knowing the right people who know the right information and it's it, it it's just it just there's no such thing as a free lunch damn it
2: <laughs>
0: i just it just i'm not trying to be that guy but it just there's something about the concept of this that just pisses me off where it's like you're 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 putting your money you can just make money for no reason like you just make up a fake coin Invest your money in it. Tell everybody it's great. If value goes up and you just made money for nothing on nothing, it doesn't even exist. At least a stock, it theoretically exists. None of this is real. Well, th- does a stock exist? you get dividends? I mean, you, you, you technically no Well, originally, when invented, you I mean, at least right. a- at their in- like the point of a Bitcoin is that it doesn't exist. Like, that's the whole point.
2: Right, I would argue the point of a stock is that it also doesn't exist. It's uh, it's an abstract share of ownership in a social construct.
0: No, but you have voting rights with your shares, and again, I realize well. it's been diluted and isn't as used <laughs> as it is today. <laughs> but and I, by the way, I think the stock market is whack. So I, oh yeah, absolutely, I agree. But it's just like, ah, uh, it just sucks. <laughs> I guess I'm just pissed off I don't know somebody I can give my money to, and they just return with more money. Yeah.
2: These people exist, Sean. It's, well, let called me d- the, it's called the S&P 500. Well, that's true.
0: Maybe, maybe maybe I shouldn't ignore the returns on my 401k as like money turning into more money. I guess it's just not happening fast enough. <laughs> yeah. And I don't get I to mean, use that money now.
2: Right. Yeah, if you had invested in the S&P 500 three years ago, I think you would have almost like 50% increase your money at this point because it's such a crazy couple of years. Well, I'm sure we've told this story in the show before, but friend of the
0: show, Matt, um, I gave him 10000 fake dollars once to prove he was a moron and said he could invest it in any companies he wanted. He picked companies he just had heard of like Starbucks, Home Depot, Microsoft. Um, There were like 10 of them uh and i checked in like five years later he had doubled his money so (laughs) you know it's i I don't i don't
2: get it i don't now hang on how what about a up for debate crossover we do that with matt again but for cryptocurrency
0: oh that's really scary i i would now if you said we're gonna do the don't panic stock challenge where the three of us create portfolios I think we should do that too. That also sounds. <laughs> but odd. we can only invest in tech companies. Hmm. I think that could be really interesting. Yeah. Um. I'd be curious who could do better there, but um. And I know it would be the two of you, but um. <laughs> not
2: necessarily, as we've seen with Matt.
0: Well, and I, I look again. It's not about winners or losers on these little experiments we do. But I guess I won the NFT challenge. I, I yes. I. You I mean, my wallet doesn't reflect NFTs. that, but I I do technically own them. So please come buy my NBA top shots at Sean <laughs> Jen. Check it out. Come shopping. I got a great Ben Gordon
2: highlight. <laughs> Did you feel anything from this? You know, it was
0: really funny. I got like the night I did it and set it up and got my first cards and there was the marketplace, there was a moment of like, Oh, like I can get, this looks like a good value. So maybe I could flip it. Like I was getting into it a little bit and I'm like, but there's, it's just a website. There's nothing like if I collected stamps or something, like at least there's something there. You know what I mean? I'm just not a fan of like collecting digital assets, I guess. And that was Mm -hmm. the same when I did stocks where it's like, It's just a number on the screen. I don't it doesn't feel like I have more or less. Right. So. I don't know. It didn't it didn't do much for me, I will say, but I could I mean, I could legitimately see why people would get excited about this because it is the old like trading card aspect yeah. where it's where you, you don't know what you're going to get when you open the pack. It might be something exciting. You trade with your friends, you make collections, you want to collect all of the Celtics team from 2012 or whatever. You know, it's like, I, I get why NBA fans would find that fun.
1: Not for me.
2: I, I don't get it, but I don't know. now, if it were football, would you be more into it? You think? Uh, to me, sport, you know what I
0: would be into if there was a service where you went on and you bought art and then they like act it. But you were buying like a painting painting where you got the digital NFT, but they also sent you the painting or something like mm-hmm. I, I would. Or even even if the NBA just mailed me a trading card that went with my NFTs like that mm-hmm. would be better. I just think it's a little too like if my computer isn't turned on, I can't see it type, you know, it's like it's without the internet. It does. I don't know. There's just something not tactile enough about it, but I, I am interested in the idea of unique ownership online tied to, cause you talk about like collectibles have certificates of authenticity, right? When you buy like a signed item or something like that's kind of an NFT, right? Like if you digitized that aspect of it, okay, I'm interested, but to have it be solely digital, I just don't know.
2: So it's funny, it's funny you should bring that up. I found out over the weekend, I was learning about funds because I was hanging out with a bunch of lawyers. There's (laughs) venture capital funds and hedge funds. Uh, But really, a fund is anything where some people are like, yo, you give us money and we're going to do stuff with your money and turn your money into more money, Uh, basically. So there are crypto funds now, apparently. But there are also physical art funds. Where you get like a couple, you know, 30, 40, 50,000 people to go in on a Picasso and then they own one, you know, 40,000th of this Picasso. And it's stored in a gallery in New York that only the people who have access to it can view it. But you have to go to New York. And then eventually they turn around and sell the Picasso, hopefully for a profit. Right. And that's a business.
0: I mean, considering most funds just invest in like upside down mor- subprime mortgages and bullshit like that, at least that's <laughs> fun.
2: Yeah, I, I would be. Yeah, I would rather invest in that than a cryptocurrency fund.
0: Mm hmm. Uh, mm-hmm.
2: But if you can think of something like that, Sean, you could become a, a fund manager.
0: Add that to, can, our, uh, to our Don't Panic activity list. We're going to create the Don't Panic Fund. What are we going to buy?
2: Yeah. Well, first thing we would buy are those uh, uh, Patagonia vests. Mm, yes. So yeah, we, we, ne- we need a
0: fund name.
2: Yep. It, I, I, it's got to start with bridge or black and end with stone or water. Yes. But not be Brid- bridge stone tire. Bridge
0: stone <laughs> black water.
2: Black bridge stone water.
0: Stone water. <laughs> stone water.
2: There we go. I like that. And then or it has or it named after some like gr- like terrifying gr- figure from Greek mythology or something.
0: And we'll do what all these businesses do or we'll use the fund to buy my nba top shots off of me and then we can flip that fund into something
2: else. <laughs> there you go, an nba top shots fund. That's pretty interesting. It, Sean. That that could be a thing. You could you could afford the you know, get a couple thousand of your best friends and those uh, those uh, LeBron James's start to look a bit more affordable. <laughs>
0: Wouldn't that be crazy if you got a mu- bunch of people together to just buy all of the NBA top shots? And so the pl- you'd like hold the platform hostage, essentially? Because you just <laughs> owned all of them? And then they'd have to like pay you out or something. I don't know. I want to think of a big scheme around that. That's pretty good. We-
2: we've had a very... Uh, successful brainstorming session here between the spoonerism nfts the hostile takeover of top shots
0: if we're not gazillionaires by the end of the year we've really done ourselves a disservice (laughs) because no no lack of creativity no you know what they say
2: sean there are no bad ideas
0: nope just once that cost me money
2: uh no,
0: we're gonna see. Uh, I'm gonna check back. I'm gonna stay with NBA Top Shot because I'm invested now. I'm gonna. I will let you all know if I recoup any of my uh, any of my investment on these uh, moments. And,
2: and if you have a you know a couple hundred thousand dollars burning a hole in your pocket, and you want to give it to Sean to invest on your behalf right. with a small management fee, uh, don't panic. Show at gmail.com.
0: That's right. Our re- returns are not guaranteed. <laughs> um, all all not FDIC insured. insured. <laughs> yes 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 exactly but past results do not uh promise future success um not even close conversely past Uh, failures
1: do not guarantee future failures or do that's right preclude future success
2: and we have no track record at all so anything's possible that's
0: right so only up or down um
2: (laughs) what 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 a fun
0: what a successful experiment guys Good Actually. time. This was great. We'll have to think of another one for uh, for the future. Um, but next week, I assume we'll be back to our regular tech news. Next week is Thanksgiving week. Yes. Maybe we'll talk a little Black Friday we'll see if you guys have any Black Friday uh, shopping goals.
2: We could do uh, Don't Panic tries to source uh, microcontrollers from Southeast Asia. Mm, now there's money. Now we're talking <laughs> real money. Yeah, That's an
0: investment I can get behind. We just buy like a hundred and fifty million dollar microchip manufacturing machine. It's a good investment. Know, you know people who build stuff, Sean. Well, I know That's people true. who turn steel wire into screws.
2: Right. It's kind of the I same. Guess, thing. What do they call it, Pioneer Valley? Is, is that is that what Central Mass is called? No. Am I making that up? Yes. Okay. Oh my god. Anyways, there's, there must be what what would uh, what would the politicians of Central Massachusetts want to call? The Silicon Valley of central Massachusetts. What would they want to call it?
0: Uh, near Boston. That's usually how they refer to us.
2: <laughs> hey, Boston. I was right. Is Pioneer, Pioneer Valley Val- is the colloquial and promotional name for the portion of the Connecticut River Valley that is in Massachusetts in the United States. Uh, well, there you go. Pioneer, k- corresponds to Springfield County and oh wait springfield area the seat of hamden county
0: i live in hamden county and work in hamden county
2: and you didn't know about pioneer valley pioneer valley well there's the pioneer, pioneer valley, valley the Credit silicon Union. valley of central massachusetts wow
0: wow you guys now's the time now's the time the birthplace of the merriam-webster <laughs> dictionary to be silicon valley of uh, the east the northeast new england Massachusetts. <laughs> Central Massachusetts. <laughs> South Central Massachusetts. Well, the greater Springfield area. Well, Springfield mostly. Brilliant. Well, guys, um, as we as we uh, put a pin in it for this evening, I do want to let everyone out there know that uh, if you would like more Dan and Colby content, you've got to go over and check out Up for Debate. Uh, we just published a brand new episode for Sean Bember where these two guys came on over, joined Matt and I for the great cracker taste-off that's right. We tasted six kinds of crackers. Some of them we liked, some of them not so much. It's a great episode, a full review available wherever you get podcasts. Just search up for Debate or check the video out on YouTube. Have you guys finished all your crackers yet?
2: Uh, no. Not at
0: all.
1: I had one subsequent day of cracker binging and then, like, my mouth was like destroyed from all the salt, and I, I had to stop.
2: I've had a couple club crackers every night, but I still haven't gotten through one sleeve yet. So,
0: well, I made Mac and cheese over the weekend and topped it with some crushed Ritz crackers. It was delicious. That's such a good idea. And the funny thing is I was making the Mac and cheese anyway, and I just looked at my counter with a bunch of crackers. I'm like, shit, I'm gonna throw these on. So I <laughs> get brilliant. creative. I think now's the perfect time for Colby to get like a parrot or something to feed all these crackers to. That would easily solve the problem. That's true. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. We're so good at problem solving. Yeah. Um, but uh, but that's gonna do it for this episode. Of course, our website is don'tpanic.io. You can get there and check out all the deets, including where to subscribe on all the major podcast platforms. Of course, you can get a hold of us, don't panic show at gmail.com, or tweet at us at don't panic show. Uh, but that's gonna do it here. So we're gonna be back next Monday with a jam-packed tech-filled episode. But until then. They're Colby and Dan. I'm Sean. Thanks for being here. We appreciate it as always. And we'll see you on another episode of Don't Panic. This has been a Coffee and Beer production. Executive produced by Dan Miller, Colby Ravadu, and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.